Hello, listeners. Welcome back to uh, what's the title again? <laughs> A Kenyan American in the U.S. podcast. A Kenyan American in the U.S. podcast. I am hosting tonight. I am an American American living in the U.S. Uh, I'm a little lethargic today. I think I have a sinus infection, so you have to bear with us uh, if I'm a little uh, woozy today. But uh, we are going to have a fun show, uh, and I hope you enjoy. All right, um, hold tight, and we will be right with you with a fun show. Um, I think Steve is wanting to do some surprise shots over there. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It is free. There's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right. Welcome back. Are you ready? I am ready. Let's answer these questions. Okay. <laughs> so the topic today is a, a bit of a fun one that we were kind of kicking around uh, because I believe you were doing something with your hair and you were saying, oh, we should do an episode about what you don't understand about my hair. And we've kind of been a little more democratic about this, and so now we're actually talking about uh, kind of doing it from both sides of uh, questions that you know we never really thought we would ever have to answer, uh, or questions that we never thought we'd actually get asked. I would say <laughs> uh, mainly from like you know our original background where we grew up, and then the, you know these questions pop up and they surprise us. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so let, let's go ahead and start with you. Uh, the first one was um, I went to a Chinese restaurant um, uh-huh. in um, where we, we went to school, uh, Clemson. It was like, gosh, I don't even remember the name. It was a really good Chinese restaurant. Was they it were, one of the buffets? It was one of the buffets. It, was, it wasn't a buffet, actually. It was like in uh, near the downtown area of Clemson. Okay, you yeah. know that area? And then it kind of got closed down and oh, yeah, abandoned, yeah, yeah. that yeah. area. Uh, yeah, I know what you want to talk about. Yeah, and um, when I walked in, I was with my friend. So my mm-hmm. friend was Nigerian. Mm-hmm. She's in engineering. I'm uh, like, so in my department, I think I was as I rec- as far as I recall, I was the only black person that I can remember. But I found a lot of other Africans in like other departments that appealed to like East Africans, West Africans, like tourism. I think engineering. There was like a bunch of Nigerians. And so sometimes we'd hang out. Mm-hmm. And um, so we all walked in. We were loud. You just know, like, Steve knows all about, like, whenever I have my friends over, we're just loud. We have music. We dance a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, they just, like, looked at us. Like, there was these tiny Asian people. And they, <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and they're like, can we touch your hair? And, they, and then we were all like, um, sure. Um, will they get us something? Mm. And uh, they each g- they gave us each uh, like an extra spring roll for touching our hair. We felt a little. I don't know if that's that passes. For, <laughs> I mean, we were happy to get the spring roll. We didn't care, but and mm. it's like just for touching our hair. Uh, sure. Mm. Um, yeah. 
So what was the question? Whether they can touch our hair. Oh. We all walked in just looking. Oh, wow. Like with colorful African hair, like African clothes and very (laughs) African looking hair. And, you know, you've met some of my friends. Some even have dreadlocks. Yes. Yeah. And they are very textured. Like you look at it, you probably just want to touch it. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a bunch of us. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they like I don't know they just were very unfiltered about it just yeah like I'd never seen sometimes you see people stare but like I'd never seen somebody who was just like like almost childlike in their just curiosity <laughs> yeah it, it's always um, weird when people are just kind of impersonal about uh, your hair or even I, I think I told you this one was that um, someone came up to me one time and uh, they meant this as the perfectly compliment. Uh, it, it was um, a woman, and she said, "I don't know how to tell you this, but you have the most perfectly round head I've ever seen." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Wow, I guess." Thirsty. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I guess I take that as a compliment. Like the only like hair compliment I can get is that I have a very like nice shaped skull. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, um, okay. So the, the question was, can I touch your hair? All right, that's a good one. Um, let's see. One, and most of these are like with you that because uh, I, you know, I'm. I'm still around, like, a lot of, like, I'm still in the U.S. A lot of the, the, the cultural things are with, you know, our interactions. And um, so the one I, I think we already talked about was uh, um, tanning beds. You know, what oh, exactly yeah. is a tanning well, bed? Yeah. I had to explain this because in, in Indiana they were very popular. And I, I remember I was getting ready for prom and I wanted to look nice. To, for So I actually went to a tanning <laughs> bed. And, uh, gosh, I'm kind of embarrassed by it now. But, I mean... I have relatives who have tanning beds in their house. They tan that much, you know, and they're, and it never occurred to me that somebody wouldn't even know what they were. Uh, but yes, in Kenya, I'm pretty sure tanning beds aren't as popular as they are in Indiana. I've never heard of that. And I was yeah. like, is it like a bed? Like, how does it work? Does it hurt? Is it just like the sun? And I'm like, can I see one? Some Some people find them very relaxing, but they're really these just like obnoxiously bright uh, fluorescent lights that they shine on you and you have to wear these special goggles so it doesn't hurt your eyes and so they're just like blasting you with this uh, UV light and uh, sometimes you're laying on a bed sometimes you're like standing up I think I went to one where I was standing up and uh, and now I I think you don't even have to do that because I don't think it's great for your skin like they'll just spray you with something that makes you look a little bit yeah I've heard of a spray tan because sometimes I listen to podcasts and they say they talk about spray tans but I don't really understand how that works either. Is it right. like a paint? It's kind of like a paint. And, uh, you know, I, the the president's kind of been, you know, they, they show like where he's missed some spots and stuff like that, where it's like really pale skin. You can see like he actually wears, uh, I guess the bronzer. But yes, it, it's just kind of like this uh, huh. like mixture that makes your skin look a little bit darker. Interesting. Yeah. And um, so the turning bed that you, you talked about, and then you wear sunglasses, doesn't it leave out spots around your eyes? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, it, it's kind of funny because they will give you these really small, small sunglasses. Oh. Uh, yeah, and this, is, this is, again, these are questions that uh, people who are listening are probably like, how do you not know what that is? And other people are like, wow, that's really fascinating. So yeah, these are things that you don't realize that people don't <laughs> know about. But yeah, they're like these little tiny glasses, like these little things are like, yay by yay, they just sit right there on your eyes. So they're just covering like your eyelids. Oh. 
And, uh, yeah, but, you know, you still, like, if you're really heavily tan, you'll see, like, these little kind of, what they would say, like, raccoon eyes, where, like, you can see, like, little white spots. <laughs> yeah. So. That sounds a, a tad cute. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, that's that's still fascinating. I feel like I still am pretty uneducated on that front. You, you should probably go to somewhere and, like, ask them to use their tanning bed and just see what they do. <laughs> just see how they react. Like, why would you need a tanning bed? But the thing is, though, like, from what I understand, like, I, I don't know, with my knowledge of genetics, like, how is that? Because it's, if it's UV light, it probably forms, like, thiamine dimers, right? It changes your DNA a bit. Your skin. So it's it's akin to being out in the sun. Is is you're not supposed to do it for too long, um, and I'm, I'm sure people will probably argue that it's very safe, and I'm sure it is um, to an extent. Um, but you know, like any type of like long term exposure to the sun, you want to make sure that you're taking care uh. of your skin, and uh, you know. And, if people are tanning too much, uh, even if they're outdoors and stuff like that, you can really see that it, it takes a toll on their skin. So you put cold. like SPF, like a sun protection. That's also, I didn't know, like the, the levels of SPF, like 60 feet. Like I didn't know that much, but yeah. that's also interesting. But yeah, I feel like we're going, to, we're going down a rabbit. Oh yeah, wait, first answer, please answer that first. Um, so can mm. you put SPF <laughs> in a tanning bed? It, it kind of defeats the purpose. So if you go to the tanning bed and you're wearing like sunblock, it's, wow. it's it, you're, so you're you're there to uh, get uh, a healthy amount of damage to your skin is kind of what it is essentially. Like you are, hmm. you're you don't want to burn your skin, but you want it to uh, essentially. I think it, what is it release a little bit of that melanin uh, to kind of get your skin a little bit darker based on like that heat coming in so oh, interesting okay yeah. fascinating stuff yes <laughs> just use lotion just use lotion I yes, don't know. I yeah i like lotion i like my cocoa butter yeah <laughs> all right your question now oh yeah <laughs> all right this one um somebody remember okay so remember when i was telling you like my i had a like i used to attend a, a small church in uh like where i used to um in south carolina where you and i went to school so um and i loved everyone in that church a lot of them were a lot older so i just knew they were always coming from a great place and i don't think they a lot of them hadn't traveled too too much so the first time they saw me i mean they were so grandmotherly like um and sweet and uh, one of them was like hey so um where did you learn your english and like they went to be like oh, ma- was it like maybe at the airport uh, <laughs> 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 like, um which so the second suggestion made more sense like maybe watching american shows oh. okay so i was like yeah that that could probably i've probably picked up a lot of colloquial maybe like hyperbole like saying amazing when you just mean it's average <laughs> and, and it should be noted here that um your uh uh your mother uh teaches english um has a phd in english if I understand yeah correctly. she teaches yeah. how to teach english <laughs> right and, and your english in many ways is much better than mine <laughs> um yeah so yeah, to think that you'd picked up that level of English up at the airport it's like, was... Wow. Uh, I wish yeah. I was that smart, like, just soak up English at the airport. Like, wait, well, then why would I just pick up English? Why not, I don't know, pick up Timbuktu? Like, there's so many people out there. What language do random people speak? 
random people? <laughs> it's a weird question there. Like, at the airport, as in, if why just English? Yes, uh, you know, like I have to pick up a lot of things. In the U.S., we assume that everybody, you know, wants to speak English, and it has become kind of the the universal language. But uh, yeah, I mean, it probably would be funner to pick up like several different languages if you could just pick, you know, them up at Wouldn't the airport. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I and guess. I think they say, uh, what's the thing that teaches people language? They say that just listening to language is the easiest way to learn. Oh, uh, Rosetta Stone? Yes, Rosetta Stone. Just yeah. being immersed in like the context of how it's used. Yeah, yeah. Is the easiest way to learn. So That's you true. aren't too far off. <laughs> <laughs> They're a little far off, but like not terrible. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that kind of leads into my, my next one of uh, things that I never thought I'd explain. I... I with us, sometimes we'll be talking, and I'll, I'll throw out a common phrase or like a, a colloquialism, and uh, and you'll you'll kind of just look at me like, what does that even mean? <laughs> so oh, sometimes yeah. I have to explain things that I would assume are, are pretty common phrases. But uh, you did learn English, but you didn't learn you know like a American English. You you yeah. mainly learned it from uh, English books and English literature. Yeah. Like um, I read Anna Karenina. Like I was just very interested because my mom studied English in college, masters, PhD. So like she always had a library full of these fascinating, really cool <laughs> books. Like I think in seventh grade I had read like a bunch of things that like Anna Karenina had already read, uh, mm-hmm. George Orwell, Animal Farm, like really early on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so You're I right. Was very interested in that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think of a specific example, and the only only one I could think of the other day was uh, I, I used a colloquial term for uh, an undershirt, <laughs> and I'm going to repeat oh, that. that. <laughs> and that, you just yes. you looked at me as if I had said something terrible. And when I actually stopped and thought about what I had said, I was like, "Whoa, that is terrible!" <laughs> because no, I want to say that word. Huh? I guess you can go ahead and say that. No, word. yeah, he said, "Oh yeah, this guy is wearing a wife beater," and I was like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> <laughs> Did I hear you straight? Like, right? Yeah. I mean, he is a wife beater. Like, he's wearing. What are we talking about here? Right, and it, it's, and you know, in case like somebody doesn't know what this is, it's a it's a white tank top, and it uh, it got that name because people in old movies who typically would be abusive or like mean to their wives <laughs> they they for some reason always seem to be wearing this type of shirt <laughs> like they always seem to be wearing this white tank top or this white undershirt uh so that, that that's where the term came from but uh you know if you throw it out there to someone who's not heard that term before it, it's pretty shocking and jarring <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh. oh, another one. This kind of was annoying. Um, was this guy in our program? Uh, he was one of the newer guys that had. No, uh, like you could do too okay, much we can't get too much yeah. detail. But uh, when he heard that Steve and I were together, he asked, like, um, "Hey, uh, do you are you like with Steve just so that you have a green card, like you can get a green card?" Like he was <laughs> acting like it's a joke, but like, I don't know. I find that really annoying. 
and I mean, I already I had a green card, so it's like I didn't need a green card. And beyond that, I think Steve can win his own girlfriend. <laughs> he doesn't need ulterior motives. <laughs> right, right, yeah. It was kind of like a little bit of a, a shot at me, I guess, that uh, you know I have to entice people right with a green card. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't. And I I enticed her the old-fashioned way, which was with eggs and cookies, I think. Oh, and steak. <laughs> and steak. Amazing yeah, steak. Yes, with, with food was the way I, I actually did it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is a, the question of, um, you know, how did you meet? Uh, but yeah, like sometimes there would be that weird question of uh, immigration status would come <laughs> up. And it's, you know, if you're talking to, like that's just a tip, if you're talking to an a international couple, I, I would probably not ask that. It's just, yeah. there's no really good diplomatic way to ask that question. <laughs> Without being, yeah, a little bit offensive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is, whose turn is it now? Is it is my, it, it's your turn. Is it my turn for mm-hmm. a question? Um, let's see. And, and I'm trying to think of other ones. Uh, and this was one that uh, is that I actually had to ask um, because I, I honestly didn't know, which was, again, going back to sunscreen and things like that, was, <laughs> you know... For our son, when he's going outside, does he actually need sunscreen? <laughs> you know, because oh, I, I know yeah. I need sunscreen. I know you really don't need sunscreen. And I'm like, well, he's right there in the middle. <laughs> like, you know, and, and so we always err the side of caution. But it was a, you know, a question of like, does he actually need sunscreen? So I, yeah, that, that's a that's a thing that I didn't really know that I had to ask. So my uh, friend actually told me, um, my friend, uh, you know my friend Marcia, so mm-hmm. she was, she was like, she was talked to like an anesthetician, no, aesthetician, like that, those all sound the same, but they do very different jobs, mm-hmm. an aesthetician, okay. um, and apparently all people need sunscreen, mm-hmm. but I think I always put lotion no matter what, and my lotion sudden, always like for some reason has sunscreen added to it. Mm-hmm. Because I just never, as part of like showering, like getting ready, I always have lotion on. Mm-hmm. And so like, I just never thought I need extra sunscreen. Um, but yeah, I just, my friend told me that you, um, this esthetician told her that everybody needs sunscreen, no matter their screen shade, skin shade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, I just was like, huh, mind blown. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, because I think a lot of my friends growing up in Kenya, like we naturally, we always use, like I don't know anybody who never uses lotion. It's just so ubiquitous and common. <laughs> mm. And so, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I don't know anybody who also put on sunscreen, <laughs> at least in my circles, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Yeah. Oh, another question I had to ask was, um, oh, I had to answer was a really <laughs> I think it was coming from an innocent place a sweet one about hair mm-hmm. um, and this was commonly because I was teaching students um, I was a TA mm-hmm. uh, and sometimes they'd come and see my hair was like almost to my scalp like completely flat and then the next day they see my hair like maybe the previous day they saw my hair was big and straight and like hanging and like below my shoulders like very maybe longer like drastic difference in Mm. different days and they'd be like oh my gosh did you get a haircut but it's actually my hair just like as soon as it gets wet 
it's super coils. It's like Houdini. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's biochemistry. It has to do with like the protein chemistry. Right. And uh, like how much more, like the keratin protein has extra cysteine and it's, I don't know, I could get really granular about it, but that yeah. would probably bore everyone. <laughs> Maybe not bore you, but. No, I mean, yeah. No, I find that fascinating. I might know some of that already, but yeah. My limited hair knowledge, my, yes. <laughs> my biochemistry knowledge is there. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, a, a couple of fun ones that I, I actually really enjoyed that I got asked. Uh, this was when we had uh, relatives from out of town visiting, and um, they they saw the sign that said "Beware of dog." And this is a uh, relative on your side, and they were mm -hmm. like, "Who is this dog, and why are they afraid of him?" Right, yeah. And Five Guys restaurants are like, "Who, who are these five guys?" <laughs> and they they wanted names. Like they were like, "Are they the same five guys? Are they different five guys?" Is it like you know five guys at each restaurant? <laughs> and, and you know these were all like really just you know funny questions. But the the beware of dog was such a common sign that uh, you know you never really think about it if you see it. But they, they just, they, they were very curious. They wouldn't know, like, like, Who's this dog? they didn't know that was a common sign. They were just like, why are they so scared of this dog? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, do you have any more? Uh, you... I, I think that was a good little quick, uh, yeah, yeah some fun. Uh, we'll probably think of some more. Yeah, like, uh, we always have, a... we always come up with, like, we run into situations. Where... Yeah. So we will have a probably recurring segment of uh, questions that we've we've been asked that we never thought we'd <laughs> ever never have to answer. That, so. so yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Um, yeah, it's our son just fell asleep, so uh, we probably should catch some Z's. <laughs> Another thing is, I always when I'm spelling with a customer care agent, sometimes I forget and say Z because that's how I learned. <laughs> and then I realize you also say R, A, E, O, O differently. Mm -hmm. Like A, E, I, something, something. Hey, what? The, the opposite of consonants. What are they called? <laughs> that's a question I never thought I'd have to answer. <laughs> vowels. Vowels, yes. Vowels, yes. Yes. You say it differently, right? A E I O U? Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, well, you're probably the one who will have to teach Armani English, like kindergarten uh, English. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah. he's already responding more to zebra than he is zebra. Oh, yeah. We, we were, because in Kenya we say zebra, and I'm like, Steve was saying, you should say zebra. And I'm like, um, but we are the ones who own them. I much. did not say that. I, I I completely conceded that you guys get to name zebras. <laughs> we get to name zebras. zebras. <laughs> I, I completely conceded that. It's not a true story. I actually, you guys said zebras. Like, okay, it's it's your your place. Uh, one question I never was asked uh, that actually I thought would have been fun is like, uh, there you've probably never been asked is you know. People would probably think it's offensive. Like you know, oh, can you see zebra or zebras outside your window? Uh, you know, they'd probably think that's kind of like, you know, derogatory or mean or something, but you actually can see zebras outside of your, uh, your window in your house in Narok. In Narok. Oh yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> Usually I don't get offended by think questions like that because, um, I think often the kind of people who are brave enough to ask are people mm -hmm. who have already shown me that they care in a different context. So I actually haven't had such questions that are like from completely random people. Oh, really? Oh. And usually they've already, like, they're truly just 
curious about me, <laughs> uh, which sometimes I find really a great way to uh, understand each other and develop, like just enjoy diversity. Yeah. So I think in some contexts, like, I can see how it, some people could find that offensive. But for mm. me, like anybody who's asked me, I was actually asked that by, um, so remember I was doing, um, oh yeah, the same, pretty similar, like the same charge I was, I went to, uh, and um, this guy, unfortunately, he passed away. It's sad, but uh, he was in his um, late 90s, almost 100, and he used to ask me questions like that. It was so wow. sweet. Um, yeah. But, yeah, he asked me whether I can see wild animals, like, from outside the window. And, yeah, Narok, so Nairobi is the city center, which right. actually, like, you can't actually see wild animals outside your window in Nairobi mm. but uh, there's a big orphanage in the middle of the city um, but then again at the same time in Narok where my parents work which is two hours away from Nairobi um, we used to be able to see right now it's probably overdeveloped a little bit more but we used to be able to see like hyenas and you could even hear them laugh because mm-hmm. um, hyenas laugh which was so strange <laughs> I think for you, remember, it was like, Haina's laugh. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's pretty much that story. Yeah. Depending on where you are, you could actually see. Or maybe even here, even elephants. My sister was telling me she used to work at a country club um, further out, like in the suburbs, and she used to hear, if she spent the night, she could hear elephants, like, trumpeting. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun, actually. It's a bit scary because they stomp around. True, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, you want to end it on that one? Yeah, we can. We, we were supposed to end, like, I don't know, 10 minutes ago. <laughs> so let's, let's really make it real now. All right, listeners, I, we hope you enjoyed this episode uh, thought out by my co-host, Steve. Um, are you just a host, like a straight-up independent host or a co-host? I'm a co-host at best. At best. <laughs> at best, I'm, I'm too lazy to be more than that. <laughs> All right. I'm an occasional host. Okay, my occasional host, Steve, and uh, we hope to catch you guys again next week. This has been par- fun for us. Hope it has been fun for you too. All right. Thank you guys. Later.